Welcome back to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. WalletHub recently ranked Missouri as the sixth worst state to drive in. Uh, there was a woman who got bit by a certain tick, and it changed her whole diet. She didn't want it to slow her down, so she came up with a cookbook. Uh, this might be helpful for you if you have the alpha-gal allergy. Missouri has a severe shortage of child care providers, and the state is offering new grant funding. We'll hear about that. And a new study from the University of Missouri highlights that many workplaces have not reached their full potential. It goes back to the opportunities that certain employees are granted over others. Joining us now is our producer, Cameron Connor, who's with Dr. Ann Peng, and she joins us. Cam, do you think the Show Me Today staff needs this? Yeah, Bill, I think it's time for you and the other people around the Missouri Net Newsroom to listen up. But in order to get to the information of the study, we first have to learn what an informal leader is. So can you, I guess, to give a general description for the listener for this, what is an informal leader? Sure, sure. <laughs> so uh, informal leaders are those uh, who are not in the uh, formal leadership roles. Uh, however, as you said, they tend to be uh, selected, or I quote selected because it's not formal role. So they tend to uh, be looked up on by their peers for leadership. For instance, uh, when you have some issues about the work, you have some concerns, who you go to? You might think, okay, that person might be, you know, would address my uh, problems. And these also tend to be the individuals who exhibit leadership-like behaviors. For instance, they may um, try to encourage the members when things do not go well. They may also try to provide some structure or directions uh, for, for their peers. So, so in a way, they kind of like take the leadership role, even though they were not the formal supervisor or manager. Okay, okay. Thanks for the description. That, that definitely helps, I guess, kind of set the scene. And for these work environments that employees select this informal leader, how fast can that, I guess, informal hierarchy get selected? And how hard can it be to break once it gets going? Very good question. So uh, it's not part of our study. Uh, however, so the literature shows that that could be established within days in the workplace. In the lab setting, when they do the experiment, within like the first 10 minutes, there will be probably a leader uh, emerge in that group. And so once that uh, structure being uh, established, it's actually very difficult to break. And that's the point of our research. So it's like they're deep, so the peers have developed this dynamic. So they will always go to the same person for leadership. And as a result, it leaves very few opportunities for the rest of the members, even though they may be motivated and they may be even more capable of acting as a leader. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We're here with Dr. Ann Pang from the University of Missouri, speaking about a groundbreaking study that she just finished that highlights that workplaces haven't really reached their full potential and provides some reasoning for how to get the most out of it. As highlighted in the article from this research, once you're selected as one of those informal leaders, then the people that are actually holding leadership positions see them as maybe they're doing their job better, quote unquote, or that may lead to promotion opportunities quicker, things of that nature. So can you kind of describe some of the advantages of being selected as one of those informal leaders? Yeah, absolutely. As you mentioned, that those who are seen uh, as informal leaders, they tend to be promoted to the manager positions later on. We actually uh, are working on a project uh, with a large bank uh, in China. We found that employees uh, who exhibit more informal leadership, and they were promoted like six months later. Uh, to the to the supervisory role, so it has consequence. And also, we know that um, employees who engage uh, more uh, 
informal leadership behaviors, they also tend to be rated higher in their performance. So therefore, they perhaps receive a higher pay raise and other kind of rewards in the workplace. Dr. Pang, this is Bill. Um, you had mentioned that even if some people aren't selected as informal leaders, even though they may have the skill or have what it takes, are there building blocks or steps to give those workers uh, a chance instead of just these informal leaders? <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, there's actually uh, uh, some other research showing that, for instance, uh, individuals who are more introverted or like uh, people in the minority group, such as the females, uh, are employees, they uh, they were less likely to emerge as quickly as, you know, uh, other uh, members uh, in the group as leader. So therefore, uh, for the organization, I think uh, it's very important to more strategically uh, provide those leadership opportunities to those individuals. For example, maybe after like a month or something, rather than just let the group to, you know, look for, uh, look upon their leaders. Um, uh, as a manager, you might actually uh, proactively seek for uh, advice or leadership from another employee. So that then would provide uh, opportunities that the employees may not be able to get if you just leave to, uh, everything to the group. And from the other side of this, not only will this help benefit some of these other people that maybe aren't selected as those informal leaders, this also, if you're giving everyone these tasks to grow and be independent themselves, I'm assuming it's also going to help the business itself as a whole, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's uh, uh, plenty of research showing that uh, when uh, members or uh, employees in general exhibit more this informal leadership uh, behavior, when they take initiative and ownership at the work, uh, it contributes to better group performance as well as uh, performance at the business unit or even the organizational level. So, yes, yeah, so the organizations would benefit uh, if you have more employees uh, take the leadership in initiatives. No, of course. And I guess more of just like a personal question for you. How long have you and yourself and your team, how, how long have you been engaging in this study? Uh, <laughs> good question. So we started this study uh, in 2019, okay. early 2019. We designed the study and then uh, we collected the data in the summer of 2019, actually just before I moved to Mizu. Uh, and the data collections a few months and then, of course, analyzing the data, develop manuscript. Uh, so it takes uh, a total like four years <laughs> to have okay. it published. <laughs> Yeah, great. Well, congratulations. No, it's definitely a fantastic. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic step in the right direction. And one of the other things that I think of in mind, because not only are you engaged in the study, you are an associate professor at the University of Missouri. So when when you're looking at potentially teaching a class or something, have you have you personally have you thought about maybe instituting something like this in the classroom, maybe giving all of your students these equal chances, quote unquote, instead of their pick of an informal leader. Does that make sense? Or does yeah, yeah. Or they not connect at all? I don't know. It was just something I was thinking of. <laughs> well, that's a great idea. Actually, that's actually I'm, I'm using. So for, uh, for instance, um, uh, this semester I'm teaching like online courses. So I will assign individuals into groups. And then I will just random pick uh, individuals to be in charge of the uh, assignment. Mm -hmm. So each individual will be at least uh, be a leader for the group um, uh, through the semester. So everyone has opportunity to, uh, to, to exhibit the leadership. And when I was teaching in person, uh, I realized that if you ask a question, if you don't do any intervention, you will always get the same 
set of individuals to answer your questions. <laughs> okay. So what I would do is that I would always just go uh, up to the student and pick up, hey, what do you think? And I just, you know, random <laughs> pick, uh, pick uh, individual students, and then you can get uh, much broader uh, perspectives and a lot of really good answers too. And are there any other studies that maybe coincide with yours that show some sort of other effects for workers, maybe better moods or something like that? Uh, well, as I mentioned, that uh, I'm uh, I'm working on. Uh, actually, there was another uh, study also uh, published related to this concept of informal leadership. Um, uh, we found that those um, engage more informal leadership, they also tend to develop better attitudes uh, and a more loyalty towards the organization, which I found really interesting. So, in a way that um, you encourage uh, people to engage those uh, behaviors, it's instrumental for them, but also <laughs> through their loyalty to the organization. Could also benefit the organization that way. So yeah, so so I do think that uh, organizations need to uh, think more about how to utilize the leadership potential um, of their uh, employees. Okay, so not only does it lead to more opportunity and a better overall workforce for whatever company, it also can promote some potential great emotional upsides for the individual as well. That's some great stuff. That's definitely going to be usable. So this has been University of Missouri's Associate Professor of Management, Dr. Ann Pang. We've been talking about basically how to get the most out of a workforce in a new groundbreaking study that just came out. And thank you so much for joining us on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. Thank you, Cameron.